intro again. Don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome to Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I'm the host this week, the Carpet City Draw, Shane Daniels. But I'm Jake, I'm here to tell you that you're all just as soft as your favorite wrestlers. Wow. <laughs> and I'm Will and Diamond, and I'm here to tell you that your favorite wrestler still isn't as soft as Pepsi Phil. It's finally my turn. I am the Carpet City promoter, Tyler T.Y. Sutton. And I also make wrestling shows and not go to the gym, so please don't lynch me with that comment. Wow. Fucking wordsmith there. That was a quality burn. Uh, well... Better to expound on that, buddy. Uh, somebody didn't show up for a show, and he's notorious for no showing. Oh, that. Okay. That's the truth. Truth's hard. All right, Lizzo. Um, let's go ahead and jump right into it because we have a lot to go over. Uh, four fucking shows, main shows, and that's not even all of it. Uh, let's move on to Raw here. Fucking is Rollins and Balor working for y'all? I'm really enjoying this. Just Balor just destroying Seth. I think it's working for me. I think this is a great starter feud for the world title. 110% agree with all of that. Uh, Will just basically spoke my word. Thanks, buddy. I'm sick and tired of looking at Seth Rollins, but, you know, it'd be nice to see Finn get his receipt a couple years ago. Seven whole years ago. Um, Fuck, that was already? seven years ago? Yeah. I was like, dude, I hear my hair turning gray. I remember I went to the Raw Go Home show for that in, I think, Atlanta before that, because the main event was Sammy versus Seth. Nine years. That was seven years ago. Damn. Yeah, it's been a while. I think Finn's done really good for himself, considering. I like the promo work with Seth, you know, and Finn, I like where he was like, one of us got better and one of us got bitter. And that just kind of set the whole mood for everything. That's a good that, little wrestling catchphrase. Yeah, it is. Uh, we also had a big return. Tommaso Ciampa returns. Beat the fuck out of Miz. Miz is still the fucking MVP of Raw. Can we yeah. talk about right and shape the guys? Dude. He's always been in great shape, though. Yeah, I was about to say, ever since he first went to NXT, he got Jack Jack. Yeah, and uh, just noticing when he's coming back, it's like he's, for some reason, it just it seems like he's even in better shape, and it's hard to comprehend. But, dude, good for him. Glad to see some awesome Champa back. Yeah, me too. Um, we have Logan Paul. Go ahead and, and put himself and money in the bank. Dude, what, what the f- fuck was that? Because now I guarantee you he's going to win it. No, I'm still sticking with my boy, Ellen. I, 
If Logan Paul wins, I, I'm gonna I'll quit wrestling. You're gonna quit wrestling. No, if probably Logan not. Paul wins. No, probably. But oh, okay. I said it to somebody not too long ago that that guy being in wrestling rings is an insult to me as a wrestler. Why? He's putting in, he's he's putting in the work just like you do. He didn't earn wow. the work that he's putting in. Did Bunny yell at Bad Bunny's okay? What? Is Bad Bunny okay to be in your sport? No. 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 Tired of the celebrities getting straight to the main roster while other guys had to fucking wrestle for 15 years to get there. Lawrence Taylor did a hell of a job. I don't give a fuck with anybody. He also only wrestled one match. It was one match, though. There it is. And he never got a title offer. He might have been at WrestleMania. You know, I want to also go ahead and talk about a tag match and tag team. Junior Mahal's fucking tag team. India's the Sheer or whatever the fuck they're called. They are the Jersey Sheer. I don't give a fuck what they're called. Why? Fear is coming. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. That was horrible. That was the drizzling shit. It's not like they're getting, like he had one bad match. The match before it was fucking horrible, and this was even worse. But why? Because gender can't be hindered. He's being fucking hindered right now being a fucking manager. No, he can't be hindered, and neither can his boys. I guarantee you they're going to win some tag gold. If they do, I'll quit wrestling. Oh, wait. Oh, fine. Uh, Now, fine. I did. They win no tag gold. The tag belts aren't even gold. Tag silver. There you go. So tag blue. There you are. We also had a fucking low key banger match. Uh, Matt Riddle versus. It was a fucking banger. Did you guys watch it? No. No. Matt Riddle need the fuck out of dude. I did see that in a clip, but it's awesome. fucking nasty. Like, yeah, pretty brutal. I blocked it. Uh, we also had a main event on Raw Judgment Day versus a team that I'm calling Bodega Boys. Cody Rose and the undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Don't you rope Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn into that Zoomies. <laughs> they don't go there. <laughs> I bet Sammy's been to a Zoomies at least once in his life. I'm sure Kevin. Yeah, but I guarantee you, Sammy Zane just goes in there to look at all the cool socks and skateboards, <laughs> and doesn't actually buy anything. That's what I do when I go. Boy, man, this is a good cool shirt. It's a cat flipping off a. Uh, you know, people, but uh, it, it he's got a few shirts from that place, I'm pretty sure. All in all, I think Raw was really good. It's been really good the last couple of weeks. It's really cool to see the tag team champions main event twice. You got to showcase those tag teams a little more, and they're doing a pretty good job. Well, everybody has this hard on that. The Fed hates tag teams, which they kind of do, but I feel like that's changing. I feel like that's changing. 
You have to put the effort in. Well, you can't hate uh, I think the tag division is in a better state now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah, so they get bored and break them all up. See, and I don't think I even agree with that because we've the tag belts still haven't been split and out. I think they've booked the belts themselves and the champions really well, but the rest of the division not so much because what even is the rest of the division? You've got New Day, which is still on the shelf on SmackDown side of things, as well as Street Profits, who are just kind of treading water until SmackDown gets its belts back. And the Viking Raiders, who have been buried into the fucking earth. Well, you also still have the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. You got pretty deadly now. I mean, there's a lot more. But I feel like Raw is really lacking in its tag team division. Judgment Day can be, what, three different uh, different tag teams? Yeah, but you can't just have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day and then also Indusher. Indusher. They need to go back to fucking wherever the fuck they came from. That's my new thing. That sounds really racist. (laughs) It does. So go back to NXT. Let's move on to Wednesday Night Dynamite. Dynamite was pretty fucking solid this week. It was. I was actually surprised. Uh, Let's talk about the concession stand brawl. Let's get that out of the way. The man who draws the dimes. That was a fun fucking match. Who would have thought? The Drawler of Dimes, Jeff Jarrett versus Briscoe. We had a nice little appearance from Karen Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and everybody else on the fucking roster. I thought that was the best possible way to open up the show. Yeah. Um, You also had the trios match, which was fucking... God damn. Chris Jericho and Suzuki putting in work. Yeah. Like, they actually have really good chemistry together on a team. Much to my annoyance. Why is that? I I would love to see them win tag gold. That'd be fun as fuck. Suzuki and Jericho, tag team champions? I don't want it for AEW, but, I mean, New Japan's heavyweight tag division's always in the shit so they can afford to do something like that over there. As long as we get the inevitable Suzuki turning on Jericho, just beating the shit out of him. Oh, I guarantee you that's what this is all leading up to. Well, you also have to uh, forbidden door tonight, for those who don't know. We also are recording a little bit earlier, so we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that. You had the Guns versus the Hardys, and the Guns beat the Hardys. This, to me, was the low point for the night. It really was. That's why we're not touching on that very much. The Hardys, you just go away. Fucking retire, God's sake. Quit doing drugs. (laughs) You're on one today, bud. Drugs are bad. 
Well, let's talk about another tag match that we had on the show: Sack Zabra Jr. versus Daniel er, and Daniel Garcia. And they defeated Orange Cassidy and Sabota. That was a fun match too. That was a great match, but it was all four of those people involved. I knew it would be. How it ended up setting up the match for Forbidden Door was not how I thought it was going to go. That's not me a fucking. I think that's going to be Orange Cassidy's loss right there in the four way. I don't think so only because I think that we're getting Daniel Garcia and Shibata one-on-one for the pure title after this Shibata is a fucking beast mm-hmm. God King Shibi like that man is a fucking badass too I mean how many other people you know could fucking headbutt another man and fucking hemorrhage their fucking skull finish the fucking match and then come back i mean god the man he was facing in that tag match katsuyori shibata we had adam cole and mjf in a promo setting up the random tag team of adam cole and mjf which i'm here for it i have too it was really fun I just like the fact that Adam Cole keeps, like, honey-dicking MJF into just accepting these challenges by just calling him a coward, and then everybody else is, like, the crowd just keeps going. Speaking of the crowd, hey, Lexington, take fucking notes. You want to fucking do shit like that? Watch Chicago. Watch Toronto. Don't be a fucking dick. Get your shit straight. Which is really funny to say that, though, because Canada's, like, the king of, like, dickhead fans, though. Like... Dude, that were dickheads on punk last night, and it was great. It was so fucking funny. It was... But, like, it was 50-50. Like, one second, they're like, CM Punk, CM Punk, and the other, they're fucking booing him out. Speaking of CM Punk, we set up for the collision main event, the Guns and Bullet Club Gold versus Comfster and Mini Rock Jr. Comfster is... I feel like they're just going to run them on main events for a while on collision now. It's the shiny... They're the shiny new toy. Yeah, but... Are they really even that shiny? Or that new? Exactly. But hey, I fucking love Ricky Starks. Yeah, Mini Roth Jr. does great. Love Ricky Starks. Let's move on to SmackDown. We had Pretty Deadly versus Street Profits in a hell of a tag match. Really enjoyed it. Really liked seeing Pretty Deadly come out on top. Even though I'm a huge fan of the Street Profits. Yeah, but Pretty Deadly's the fucking best. But fucking our Lord and Savior Montez Ford is even better. Uh, I don't think that man a singles run. He needs the singles run, but Pretty Deadly needs to co- be co holders of the world title. I'll do the uh, the Layla cool gimmick. Yeah. They that can beat be very entertaining, but I don't think that'll ever happen. 
Let's go on to my favorite match of SmackDown. The women's unification match. And the only reason I endured it was because it, it had golf chicks in it. Even though they lost. Man. Unified. Fuck Ronda Rowdy, Rousey and fuck Shayna Baszler. Uh, I'll say fuck Ronda Rousey, but I still like Shayna Baszler. But nah, Shaylee Ray deserves better. She's guilty by association. She really is. It was a good match, though. They really pulled it out. Could uh could have went shorter, in my point of view. But I mean, it is Ronda Rousey. Yes, but also like. I feel like you got to pad out some time for a, a championship unification match. I'm glad they didn't waste a spot on a pay-per-view for it. What were they unifying? The, the NXT and the women's championship. All right, I guess that makes sense because between the two shows, they have like fucking three teams, so... Yeah, but does that mean that Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going to go to NXT now? Yes. And hopefully they will forget Ronda and leave her in the warehouse. They're never going to leave her in the warehouse. You forget who owns WWE now. Speaking of, let's talk about another great tag match that was literally five stars in my eyes. Charlotte and Lacey Evans. Who the, uh, fuck, who the fuck was like, this is a good idea? Was this not AEW Tony Khan booking? Like, let's just throw a bunch of fucking balls on the fucking wall and see what sticks. And the best you came up with was Lacey Evans and Charlotte? Triple H was playing with the AI booking. God, <laughs> just to see what would happen. I hope he's not playing with AI booking. That was I guarantee you that boy has dicked around with it. Honestly, NXT feels like AI booking. I will say NXT. I watched NXT um this week. And that was a weird episode of NXT for it to I, be a big fucking go rush show. Like I, it was weird. And cause I was thinking, you know, this might be a good like switch over point. For them, they've clearly been building up to this episode for a minute, and yeah, it was a fucking weird ass show. It was cool to see Nathan Frazier and and Seth together on screen. That was cool. We work on to our main event: Solo Sequoia versus Sheamus, and it ended in Tyler's favorite no contest. The setup for that was. Solo spiked Ridge in the throat and Seamus was pissed and he was like, called him out. So that's how we got the main event. But really, this match was a vehicle to drive the story of the Bloodline Civil War. I don't like that they're doing the Civil War match, which you know it's going to end up being the main event for Money in the Bank. And that upsets me. Yeah, I feel like the the ladder matches should be semi and main. Yeah. Or the world title. Yeah. I feel like that while yeah, that's a really big match, 
but that's the kind of big match you open the pay-per-view with. They've surprised us before and done shit like that. You never know. Uh, no, watch Jake Jordan with the world title like they used to do. Yeah. Well, let's... Solo... I feel like this is also a good test for him to see where he's at. We know he's pretty much where he needs to be. He's going to eventually go on by himself. But Seamus, man... That man has been there for how long now and still putting on these bangers at his age? At least a couple years. It was a it was a good episode of, of SmackDown. I wouldn't necessarily say it really did very much as pushing any stories forward except for the pretty deadly and civil war. We had Saturday Night Collision, second episode. And man, for a go-home show, this was great. Yes, that that shit got me really hyped for Forbidden Door. I really enjoyed Strickland and Tadahashi. Yeah, dude. That was a fucking... The boy Swerve got to have a singles with Tanahashi. Love that for him. Also, don't know if y'all noticed, but he came out wearing the OG embassy jacket that Jimmy Rave used to wear. Yeah. That was really cool. Love that. I really... I'd like to see Swerve go up there to the, I think uh, the main he, event. I think he will. I just don't think they're in any big rush, but I guarantee you he will be there in the next couple years. Definitely. Powerhouse Hobbs destroyed a dude, and I was here for it. Not just any dude. Former TNA and Ring of Honor superstar Jeremy Profit. Oh, how far he has fallen. Yeah, so some dude got the shit beat out of him by Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs looked fucking great in that. I like the uh, Booker T inspired gear. That was definitely Harlem Heat inspired. We also got our next update on no longer God's favorite warrior Miro, who is now godless and has renounced his gold, his god, and his wife. Yeah, I don't know why you would do uh, one of those things, but sure. Yeah, I mean... The other two I completely understand, but his wife? No. No, fuck that. For me, yeah, you gotta keep the gold. Wives come and oh. go. Yeah, just ask Rick Blair. He knows. Ask... Well, me and Tyler are both divorced. Ask us. We had, uh... We finally found out who Sting and Darby Allen's mystery partner is the biggest not surprise ever Naito Chris Jericho looked happy yeah Suzuki just laughing at Jericho freaking out about Naito was what sold the whole segment for me it's such a weird like that I say this every time I see staying in one of these eight men tags but it's such a weird fucking team 
Yeah. But I like, however much longer Sting is going to be wrestling, I'm assuming we've got maybe max two years left. I, I like that he just keeps having these weird random friendships with LIJ members. Like last year, it was Shingo. And now it's Naito. Yeah. He's traded up, though. Now he's hanging out with the boss. So he has traded parallel. Because Shingo is gone. <laughs> Naito's the boss. The devil himself. Hello. We had another great singles match on here. Uh, Brody King and Andre, or can't fucking say his fucking knee. Neither can Kevin Kelly. Fucking Kevin Kelly gets on my nerves. I love Kevin Kelly so much, but I don't like him for AEW. I like him for New Japan. Oh. When he said, and let's take it to Tony Schiavone, and he handsome, I was like, no. And can we talk about how Tony was getting fucking a bat shoved in his face? And then all of a sudden, Sting's music hits, and you just hear, it's Sting. So random. I love that excited for Sting. I thought that was a, a quality fucking segment, and then a quality fucking singles with Brody and Andrade. Yeah, uh, Andrade ate that fucking corner. Uh-huh. Fucking to the outside looks fucking gorgeous. Dude. Just Brody King beating the fuck out of him was that man's on a whole nother level. They both are. And I just love the psychology of him taking his hand and digging it into the pectoral muscle and just digging around in there. That was really good on his part. But that whole match, them beating the fuck out of each other, I'm he- I want to see that. That ended also in a disqualification uh, because Buddy Matthews came in and beat the fuck out of him. But I was really waiting for somebody to make the save, and that didn't happen. Who? Anybody. He could have friends. He can it definitely did feel a little bit goofy. Like, obviously, I know Rush and Drillistico, and Vance actually has no excuse not to be there, but Drillistico and Rush can't be there. Nido was in the back. And isn't he part of that group? Yes. Okay, so why didn't he fucking come out and help his man? Andrade is the one that mentored Nido when he was in Mexico to start Los Ingobernables. He was too sleepy. Was he? He's always holding his eye open. You know who wasn't sleepy? Rob Carter. Robinson. Motherfucking Robinson. He got his full eight hours. I don't see no bags under those eyes. Because he isn't sleepy, bitch. Before we get on to the main event of that uh, collision... They made the announcement that MJF will be making his collision debut next week. So that should be exciting. It should be because I'm adoring this storyline of they're forcing MJF to have a real wrestler's schedule and work 
multiple shows. Yes. And he is just in shambles about it. He also did cut a promo talking about how he didn't want to uh, wrestle any indie jabronis from New Japan and that he was going to be first on Forbidden Door, so that'll open up the show tonight. Why are you shaking your hand? I'm so over his work shoot bullshit. It doesn't work anymore. It circled back for me. Oh, it's like, it's every promo. It's like, we get it. You say things that sound like you're not supposed to be saying them. We get it. You're I think, like, I don't know. I think it's getting a little heavy-handed, like with the Adam Cole promo. Yeah. It was a bit much, but with this one, this was just typical 80s heel. I'm bigger than you. I hate this town. He, uh, yeah, that's basically what it was. He's like, I don't want to be in a fucking shithole like Toronto. I don't want to fucking wrestle you fucking New Japan geeks. I want to be first if I'm going to be on the show so I can get the fuck out. I, I don't know. It's the referring to Japan. You know, New Japan is an indie show, though. It's like, come on. No, that's great. He, it pisses you off. Exactly. I could give a fuck. I'm just like, okay, the company that older than you are okay we had we'll move on <laughs> I just don't think he's as good a promo as you guys do I'm sorry I didn't say it was a great promo I just like the zingers I like the fucking that's what I would do make fun of people Shame. we had the main event um, it was nice to see Phil in trunks, he took your. Thank God, <laughs> your, your fuck. I even listened to you. Matched his trunks up. We had Ricky Starks come in. It was fun. It 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 kind of got crazy there at the end. It got fucking nutty at the end, and Juice Robinson was thriving for all of it. I really feel like Juice was fucking up because I feel like. Punk was like, told him to quit fucking up because he like picked him up to go for the GTS and it was just awkward first. And I guess he pissed Punk off. I mean, who doesn't piss Punk off at this fucking point? And I'm sorry, but Juice Robinson can do no wrong. To me, he has been the in, of two episodes in. Juice Robinson is the main character and MVP of Collision so far. Juice Robinson broke Kevin Owens' nose and Kevin Owens debuted in NXT, so that's wrong. Maybe shit, shit happens, but maybe his nose shouldn't have been too close. Me and Shane are still friends, and he punched me three times in a row in the nose. Yeah, despite my best efforts to avoid it. Jake's broken my legs before. That's true. That happened. Uh, well, let's go into the local report. I know uh, TWE ran last night. Jake. Literally did. I had to wrestle that dork, the coach, and also friend of the podcast, Aeon. It was fun. 
was not aware Trevor was. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Secret Smart Show. I'm your host, Richard Jenkins. How are you guys doing today? Okay, my so here's the di- Richard, here's the deal, bud. Yep. We're, we're talking about TWE right now. Great, I that's a great point. You, I will allow you to stay. Because somehow you keep coming in here, and I haven't figured it out yet. That's well, our show. Is it your show, though? Are you sure? I just said it was, didn't I? So it's the Secret Smart Show. Welcome, everybody. You've been here 30 minutes oh, ago. You're right, I forgot. JD, hit the theme song. It was Shogun and Marcus by Clutch this week. Give it about three and a half minutes so I can play. Okay. That's a dated reference. You're a dated reference. We don't have that kind of money. So, we're not going to do that, JD. JD, you talk about TV. Listen, Richard. If you're going to come here, you're going to contribute something to the show. So, did you go to TWE last night? Yeah, of course I did. I am a wrestling expert. Okay, well, what happened at TWE last night? Oh, you want me to actually talk about it? Yes, I mean, that's the yeah. point of the show. Oh. Well, uh, there was a pretty good... You there, not at a movie, because I, I don't remember seeing anybody in the crowd in a mask. Um, listen here. I don't have time for that kind of sass. Okay. You're the one out there wrestling uh, not in any ring gear at all, so. I did hear reports that Jake was hanging his dick and balls out during this whole match. Yeah. It, it was my TV dick. Yeah. It was, I, 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 I love TV, TV dick. Yeah. So some people were saying that they were camo trunks, but uh, I didn't see anything. So exactly, I learned it from John Cena. So, uh, no, TWE was great. Uh, it was a very exciting show. Uh, what was the first match? I don't. I mean, you were there. The I don't remember names and order and times of things. But here's what I know. It started with a, a, a brawl. There, there was a there was a, a old fashioned Donnybrook that broke out with Jaden and uh, Suge uh, at the beginning of the show, which was quite the disruption. As I was in line buying my hot dogs that they actually had there. Hey, TWE does have the best hot dogs. They have delicious hot dogs. I got one for me and my spouse, Chris Jericho. They had a chili dog. I, so I I was there, so I can verify he's not bullshitting about the brawl, but I know I did not see Chris Jericho there. You met my spouse. When? They were with me. It was, it was... When did I see you there? Well, I saw you there. So, well, that's not how meeting works. That's really not how that works. But since you're kind of telling us the truth here, continue with what else happened after that. Um, so here's the deal. I'm going to be very honest with you. There's only two things that really stood out about last night. Okay. Uh, no, three things. One, a children's YouTuber wrestled. Can't do uh, 
That was the thing. Yeah. Uh, a children's YouTuber. Yeah, it came yeah. out, asked us to like and subscribe, uh, did a 3 a.m. challenge, all that. Played Minecraft yeah. at one point. Hate sentiment. Okay, cool. Um, hate that guy. I, I, I wanted him to, to just get the shit beat out of him the entire time. So hopefully next next time there's a TV shit that happens. Um, he did, though he ran afoul of another friend of the podcast, Casey Owens. Yeah, but he, I, I'll have to agree with Jenkins on this. I fucking hated this dude. He has such a punchable face, and I wanted him to just get repeatedly sent into the poll. Yes. So that, I would book is his he, Is he going to be in the death match this coming up week? Because I'll watch that. God, I hope not. We already have a. Uh, the... Well. Well, that happened. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a pause for dramatic effect. Um, and so, you know, uh, I hope he's in the death match. That would be ideal for me. Uh, now, I'm not the the watching expert uh, of wrestling that y'all are, because none of that still none of y'all wrestle except for Will. Is that correct? Sure, but okay, we can go with that. Yeah. So, um. With a death match, do they actually kill the person? No. <laughs> I guess it just depends. Because if they do, I'm really excited about the. What was his name? Was it Kip something? Trip Jordy. Yeah, Trip Jordy, that guy. Yeah, so um, if murder's actually on the menu next week, I'm down for this. Um, I kind of think that's illegal, and I don't think someone's going to actually die. Why not? It's called death match, not seriously hurt match or light scrape match. Hey Tyler, there's an idea for the next class. So I was about to think we seriously hurt that. match. Yeah, can we book a lightly scraped match? <laughs> I'll I'll write that down. The first person to pit to skin your opponent's knees wins. <laughs> well, then a lot of people aren't leaving the locker room. Nah, sissy, she machine go work. <laughs> so, what so was yeah. the second thing that happened on the TWE show that made you excited? Um, that would be easily the the real MVP of the night. No, actually, honorary MVP of the night. Um, Fluffman. Fluffman is a god amongst men. Uh, he needs to be booked on every show, everywhere, all the time. Heard of you yes, first. Fluffman is pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, 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 I own a Fluffman shirt and headband now. Uh, easily over with me within the first five minutes. Uh, came so out. Wear your, your mask and your headband? Well, I'm going to wear the headband and then the mask. Because the headband helps helps prevent sweat. And the mask doesn't. Okay. So you said... Uh, he was the honorary MVP of the night. Yes. Oh, he had this great MVP. I do. Let me tell you about Fluffman first, because you seem to not appreciate the greatness of this man. He came out the tub thumper by Chumbawamba. Okay. So he's um, See? Uh, and then he had this great move. I don't know if it's called the steamroller, but that's what it should be. But uh, he gets his opponent on the ground. He then makes truck no noises 
and literally rolls over the guy repeatedly uh, going for the one, two, three. And it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen uh, the entire night. I've never seen Fluffman. Let me ask you this. Is he a big dude? He is a big boy. He's, he's a big boy. boy. Cody Fluffman. I was going to say, if he's steamrolling over dudes, he I, has to not look like Tyler. I highly recommend everybody go look up Fluffman's Twitter. Firstly, give him a follow, but also look at the promo he cut promoting his match with Suge. That will tell you everything you need to know about Fluffman. He's a god. god um, if, if Fluffman's not your, if Fluffman's not your MVP, then who is? Uh, the real MVP of last night goes to uh, perhaps the the greatest local legend in the wrestling scene, uh, a gentleman that I believe you've all heard of. His name is Skunk. Oh, for fuck's sake! God damn it! What? But would do you not appreciate greatness? All three of the run-ins last night. Oh, they were trying to do three run-ins. What? Remember, stay what? on track. Stay on track. I, I am. Target. You're kind of going off. Yeah. I duck. So, okay. So, there were three run-ins last night. Okay. Yeah. One, one before the shift interrupted me and Jericho getting your hot dogs. And then there was the second one during intermission. Um, which was also not the sign that intermission was over, so I was very confused for a moment. And then the last one ended the show. And do you know who the main character was in all three of these run-ins uh, or uh, interruptions of Jaden and Suge brawling it out? Do you know who the main character was? Uh, Jaden and Suge. Wrong! It's Skunk! Come on, dude! Why? Every... Every time he was the ringmaster, he was the last guy to leave every brawl. He was barking orders. At one point, he, he held up the entire show, uh, barking orders to guys. It was perhaps the most magical display of power I have ever seen from an AV tech. He <laughs> thought it was. So it's like Revenge of the AV Nerds. Holy shit. Yeah, it was amazing. The last one, I think, was just a mm, mm, chef kiss perfection. After everything was done, after everyone was going their own ways, they, I think they even told everyone, hey, show's over. He and his powerful rage came out from behind his computer, kicked the wall, and flung open the curtain and stormed out of the arena. Like a real AV tech would. Man, if he showed that much rage in a match, he might actually win one every once in a while. No, he's an AV tech. He's not a wrestler. I don't know if you heard me. No, I don't think you understand because you don't actually watch wrestling. That's Mr. Monday Night. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't realize he, he was... Uh, uh, as well known for his wrestling as he was for his uh, theatrics. He's a... What are skunks? Rodents? Yes. He's a rodent of many trades. Ooh. One of those trades is losing matches to me. My favorite thing, I think, about Skunk is his hair. Um, Ringgold uh, Kenny Omega just really shines... Uh, with his with his mullet and his skunk stripe on it, 
Craig Omega. Yeah, Craig Omega. Yes. I think that uh, it really goes to. I think that's where he gets his power from, to be honest. Because I swear, I swear, at one point, like when he kicked the wall, the the skunk streak in his hair uh, actually powered up like Godzilla. Have y'all seen Godzilla? I have. Yes. And I could tell you about. I watched Godzilla last night. <laughs> I am done with that. <laughs> <laughs> so many levels. You want to talk about Godzilla? What's, a, what's wrong, Shane? You're not a fan of Godzuki? Godzilla. I love Godzilla. Too. Yeah. This Go is the <laughs> He was doing good until he started getting on Skunk and Godzilla. He, uh, he was doing good. Let's go ahead and close the show out with Will's favorite segment of the week. MVPs. Well, since it's my segment, I'll open things up. I have two MVPs to choose for the week. Number one is fucking Cody Fluffman. Cody Fluffman needs to win all your belts and be on all your shows. Jenkins told no lie about that. We see how who's going to snap him up in the uh, in our. Battle of the fake territories that he's... No, it, no, I don't think you understand. If I knew he existed prior to last night, then he would have been my number one draft pick. He would have my belt right now. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, he's still in the pool, buddy. There's still time. You, you could snag him. I, I probably will. But non-local seen MVP and in the grand scale of television I am gonna have to probably give that to we're gonna take things overseas and I'm gonna give it to my boy Keno in pro wrestling Noah gee whiz there's a shocker Keno is better than fucking everybody at everything in wrestling and everyone needs to study him in terms of how to single handedly carry five feuds at once is he better than Fluffman? Yes. Oh! Keno is legitimately better than 99% of the people in Japan, and I think Okada is probably the only person that is on his level. There you are. Wow. Man's fucking great. But Keno's been having a fucking rough year. He started the year declaring war on everyone. Because he hates everything. He's literally wrestling Vegeta. And in turn, everyone he's declared Juan and tries to beef with just keeps showing him respect and admiration. Is like, wow, you're pretty fucking cool, Keno. Much to his dismay. And now his faction's broken up. <laughs> but Tyler, who's your MVP of the week? Well, I watched a banger on main event. And I may watch it twice. So my MVP is going to be our good friend of the podcast, Nathan Frazier, a.k.a. Bitch. Yay. Very, very, very good match against Akira Tozawa. Oh, yeah. I actually saw a couple clips from that. I need to actually watch that whole match. Because on paper, Tozawa versus Benji Boys sounds like a banger. Well, watching it in... uh real time was even greater. And I, strong, match. 
Who won the match? Oh, cool. So that means, since I've never lost a match to British Ben, I could beat a character as all rad. <laughs> um, yeah. I always wondered if I could beat Tazawa. Now I know. So now we know Jake Murphy has opened the Dreamgate champion material. <clears throat> yeah. I, that's exactly how that works. Mm-hmm. So, that Jake? Who's, who's your MVP? Actually, no. I'm skipping you because we already know who your MVP of the week is. Shane. My uh, MVP of the week is Tank. Because he's he's killing it out there. Made his uh, GCW debut. Him and Dan, which was really fucking cool. Yeah. I'm no, just all here for it. Look at him braining Janela with that fucking Saito on the fucking shopping cart. Dude, that shit looked rough. Fuck yeah. I was but hoping he'd kill him. I loved it. Everything I've seen from the show so far looks like it was a great show. I purposely have been trying to avoid any kind of footage of Priest versus Christian because I'm excited to see my boy shine out. But... I saw a good amount of clips of Tank and Janela, and it looked like a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, it's a little seven. Tank's having the time of his life, and that's awesome. And it did. Uh, enough, he's not going to be grumpy anymore. And I don't know if I can handle not grumpy Grandpa Tank. No, Tank when he's smiling is a whole new level of terrifying. It really is. Could you imagine him covered in blood, smiling at you like "fuck you, motherfucker." That's why I'm ready to see him do his shit next weekend for ICW. Who's he got for that? I forget. Um, He's got Mickey Knuckles Night 2, which I'm very excited for that. And then Night 1, I am drawing a blank. I want to say it might be Bobby Beverly. Let me check. Well, him and Mix? Rose. Yeah, it's going to be sick as fuck. But that is my MVP of the week. Tank, keep it up. He's got Dr. Redacted Night 1. That's going to be the dumbest shit ever. Y'all absolutely have to see that one. When is You're going to... Uh, next Friday and Saturday. Oh, damn. I'm booked both nights. I can't go. I'm not booked, and I'll be in the area. So, If you're going to be in the area, I may go with you, Shane. At least one of those nights, Shano, you should come see me at one of the shows I'm doing. I I'm only going to be down there that one night, so I'll probably, I'll probably just drive down to Chatsworth and then drive back up there and see what that what's going on there. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, Jake. Who's your fucking MVP of the week? Because we all know the answer. Me. Me, baby. It's always me. You didn't even win. I was about to. You I hit got DDT hit. on Trevor, and then fucking that nerd coach runs in and kicks me in the fucking head, and I still kicked out, and the referee still said it was a three. I and won. Are you going to try to insinuate that Kim fucked up a count? Kim wasn't the referee. Oh, who was? The other guy. The bald dude? Guy. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. he probably did fuck up the Kevin. You can't trust Kevin, people yes. without hair. I was upset with Kevin. I should have won that match. But no, for real, though, my MVP would probably be the whole crew at DWE from last night. Like, the whole show was great. The crowd was alive through the whole thing. It was just a good time. I had a good time. So, Fluffman takes the rare double MVP. He was part of the crew last night, so yes. He was the crew. Well, we <laughs> we had an exciting week of wrestling. Uh, we got forbidden. I said, hey, guys, I think the guy kicked out. So, Godzilla started back. <laughs> does he just have multiple How did he get in? emails or what what's going on here i don't know how jd deals with these smarks but anyways before i was rudely interrupted we got forbidden door tonight and we have a special episode of not another freaking wrestling podcast that we have titled b-sides and b-sides and rarities which is going to be a episode of jokes that didn't make the cut or may have been too risque but we're gonna have a whole episode of that and that our should... sister show's got a release coming soon do what gudgeon go has got a release coming yep soon. we got that special coming up too. Uh, special guest john bivens john bivens he's a real huge japanese wrestling fan so the guys had him on the show and JD will be back next week. So yeah, so all the fun's gonna be gone. Everyone, yeah, check out all the fun of the real podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. Jake, what do they gotta do? Go on, local wrestling and bring money. <laughs> <laughs>